Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to another Clearwater Jazz Holiday Foundation's Young Lions Jazz Master Virtual Sessions. I am your guest host, Michael Canodal, and it's my pleasure once again to welcome the professor, Tyler Wortman. And the topic is for today, what I love about Jack Teagarden. He says there's so many things he's going to share, some little, little known facts, and uh, he's going to be the expert for today. He's going to share some great things. So, uh, you know, we couldn't do this without our sponsor. So I want to make sure, be sure, check out the studio archives of our past video sessions at clearwaterjazz.com, education outreach section. That's brought to you by Blue Water Wealth Management at Stewart Partners and Duke Energy as well as Young Lions podcast available wherever you stream. And that's brought to you by our friends at Marine Max Clearwater. Just search Young Lion Jazz Master Virtual Sessions wherever you stream. And also a reminder, if you're joining us live, go into the chat feature, you know, give us some comments, give us some feedback. You know, maybe you have some questions for Tyler and we'll make sure that we set some time at the end for you to be able to ask any questions about this session. So, I mean, where, where, where should I start today, Tyler? I mean, you've done so many great sessions here at Clearwater Jazz. I mean, from basic trombone fundamentals, I'm, uh, how about this, approaching the transcription, that was great. We all need help on that. Approaching improvisation on the trombone, or, you know, maybe the What I Love About series, I mean, which they're phenomenal as well. You can check them all out for free in the archives. If you don't know who Tyler Workman is, he is a jazz trombonist. You know, he, class, he, he focuses on jazz, classical styles. I mean, the man is an awesome, awesome instrumentalist. He's a composer. He's a performer. He's a producer. Uh, currently, he's an instructor of the music of, uh, he's, he's an instructor of music at the University of Tampa. Uh, he's presently teaching Introduction to Jazz, as well as World Music Cultures. I mean, he's performing not only in Tampa Bay, but stages all over the nation. Uh, he received his Bachelor's of Arts in Music from FSU and a Master's of Music and Jazz Studies from USF. Without any further delay, Tyler Workman, the stage is all yours. Welcome back. Hey, thank you, guys. Thank you, Mike. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you, Clearwater Jazz. Really enjoy being here. Uh, and for this What I Love About series, this is my second one. And uh, really, look, I'm trying to find these artists here uh, you know, not necessarily in chronological order, but we're starting from the back, right? We're not necessarily working from the front. Um, and I think that's important. So today's artist is Jack Teagarden. Now, Jack Teagarden uh, is a very influential vocalist and trombonist, okay? Um, much like Louis Armstrong in that fact. And I think a lot of trombonists sort of glance over Jack Teagarden, when they're studying the lineage of, of trombone or jazz trombone. Uh, and that is a, <laughs> a very dangerous thing to do because if you skip over an artist, you do not know of that uh, style that they created or, um, you know, have been practicing on. And so if you, you know, think you created something, well, uh, you might be fooled because, well, you just didn't do your homework and uh, you find out that X, Y, and Z have done it before you. So uh, it's just really important to really understand uh, the, the lineage and the history 
of your instrument, right? Dating back from before jazz, uh, where we had strictly marching band, you know, secular, non-secular music, um, et cetera. So with Jack T. Garden, okay, uh, like I said, he is a vocalist like Louis Armstrong and a great instrumentalist or trombonist uh, and fantastic soloist. So what, what do those things mean? Well, well, he's a vocalist, okay? So he can, well, sing. He understands pitch very well, uh, and he's able to audibly produce those pitches. Uh, now, hopefully you guys have uh, gone and maybe played practice piano, uh, worked on some of the ear training associated with piano. So when you hear uh, a concert B flat, for instance, you can associate that note with a certain pitch what's the same thing for singing right and even more heightened in that sense and because he's a singer uh, that pitch recall okay is even clearer and more concise uh, which makes his playing very very clean okay uh, like i said he was a fantastic instrumentalist uh, and trombonist and then i said he was a fantastic soloist okay those two things are not combined uh he has fantastic um range on the trombone uh, as well as a clear articulation in which uh he implements a lot of vocal um uh, excuse me uh inflections vocal inflections in his playing because he's a vocalist okay um now if you're deer in the headlights so vocal inflections obviously uh refer to things like growls, trails uh vibrato things you can do with the human voice uh, maybe to ornament uh your melody okay now with Jack Teagarden's playing, it's not in the bebop sense, okay? Uh, like uh, the later instrumentalists, you know, uh, Dizzy, Charlie Parker. It's more in the traditional jazz sense uh, with, you know, Kid Ori and uh, Louis Armstrong, right? Sidney Bechet. But it's different than Kid Ori. Kid Ori... Uh, as we talked about before, we sort of provided this, this, uh, the tailgate style, that emotion, that piece uh, to the jazz band that wasn't there before. Okay. Not to say Jack Teagarden didn't implement some of those slide features and techniques in his playing, because he certainly did. Uh, but Jack Teagarden's contributions, in my sense, were pivotal on how the trombone is played melodically through a solo, okay? Through techniques, a facility of the instrument, uh, et cetera, okay? Through Jack Teagarden, we then will have guys like Frank Rosalino, you know, uh, down the road, okay? But it wasn't for guys like Jack Teagarden, we could never have uh, such great instrumentalists, Okay, uh, so we're going to do a quick uh, listen here. This is Basin Street Blues um, with Louis Armstrong uh, and Jack Teagarden. And Jack Teagarden is going to uh, take a solo, and then we'll hear uh, a bit of Louis Armstrong's solo after. 
So things to pay attention to. Listen to his vocal style. Listen to how he's singing. Okay, think about how that might relate to Louis Armstrong. Right, then listen to his playing and try to think about those relations as well from his voice. Okay. You guys heard some of those vocalistic um, inflections in his playing, right? Uh, and in his singing, we heard a bit of vibrato. We heard swing implemented uh, with his rhythm, okay? And then we heard that swing on the, uh, well, uh, the trombone when he started uh, his improvisation. Now, if you also go back uh, and again, this is Basin Street Blues uh, with Jack and uh, Louis Armstrong. Uh, but if you go back and listen to his solo, um, it's not overly complicated. Okay, these are great out uh, outlines for chords and scales. Okay, uh, he's not really uh, going too uh, chromatic. Right, he's not uh, playing too out uh, of the box. He's playing everything right where it needs to be, and with fantastic technique. Hopefully, you guys picked up um, on just the sound of his trombone. Um, right, it it, ha it, it had presence to it. The articulation, um, just everything. We'll give it another listen here. <laughs> So due to, the, due to the recording, it's actually in B flat, but it sounds uh, audibly like it's in B. Um, but here, um, we can hear. Right, and so that's outlining our, our one chord uh, just about as, as perfectly as we can, okay? Um, and that's starting from our five to our major seventh. And then from there, we outline our major uh, seventh chord. While 
while going through to the six. So that's very important. Right, and then once we hit that major seventh, it's two, one, back to our five. Then he plays some other stuff. He kind of resolves back to the five again, but he outlines our root chord. That's all just diatonic, but it's how he plays it with his swing right with uh with his facility uh and it really fits perfectly some other things that he does uh, you might hear the he's doing these trills uh in using his slide right uh to combine some of these um melodies so to speak and that's what it's all about when you're soloing is combining melodies uh, that, I feel like that's what a lot of instrumentalists forget, right? They find uh, lick number 48 out of the C, uh, sacred jazz book, right? And that's all they want to play. But but man, like it's, it's really about building melody and, and melody structure and combining, finding ways to connect these. Okay, so now we're going to listen to Wolverine Blues, uh, this is a short, short solo uh, in which we can hear uh, Jack's facility on the trombone just being displayed in a great, great way. So man, he is—he's all over the place. Uh, I apologize for the for the low audio. Let me let me go back and just play it one more time. It's a short example. So you can hear all of that outlining, all of that arpeggiation, those scale. Uh, diatonic scale lines, right? As well as your arpeggios. Um, you know, he's outlining uh, different chords with inversions, okay? Implying that he has spent the time and uh, practiced all of these chords that are coming up. He's possible harmonic um, pathways, right? Uh, he's all over it. And not only playing those things effortlessly on the trombone, but he has a fantastic sound uh, while doing so. He's able to sort of like Louis Armstrong approach the upper register and still have a fantastic articulation. Um, just like the, the last example. <laughs> So it's those little, it, it, the little vocal things that, that he uh, implements that really help, okay, uh, bring out those lines.
Okay, and again, take that that line, for instance, that we, we just played, or attempted to play, rather, uh, and that was in concert B. So again, it's in B flat, but that was in B, uh, but then take it into a different key, okay? Maybe B flat, down one half step. Okay, again, um, and I'll, I'll depict this line again because it's, it's a great one, fantastic. Okay, so it's basically any time you're getting back into your root chord, um, maybe on a two measure break, a one measure break, and it doesn't necessarily always have to be two, five, one. Uh, you can always just play five to one, which is what uh, he's doing here. Okay, uh, and again, so I'll play this now in B flat. Uh, and again, we start on our fifth. Okay, our fifth is our interval that we begin with. Uh, and then we play our major seventh into our root. Okay, it's not a root enclosure. Um, you could do that, but that's not what he's playing. He's playing. He's playing up the chord. Okay, so that's in B flat. I'll play one more time. Okay, and again, add add those little uh, vocal trills in between it as well, because that is what uh, Jack Teagarden, you know, was playing back in the day. Um, and it's just it's a fantastic sound uh, to listen to, right? His presence on the trombone, uh, his vocal styles, the way he swings. Okay, all of those things are things we can take away uh, as instrumentalists and apply them to our, our own style, maybe your own arrangements if you're a composer, okay? Uh, having that sense of what a, or multiple trombones from a traditional jazz era sounds like is going to be beneficial for your writing, uh, for your knowledge and for your playing. Hey, Mike, did, did you learn something about Jack Teagard today? I did. You know, I love the fluctuation of the tone and just the different things that uh, made him stand out. I mean, that's amazing. I I've heard so many different trombonists, but um, he has a very unique tone in the way he approaches things. And I think that a lot of people don't know his name. They may have heard him, but they just don't know his history. So that's why this particular, you know, session has been awesome, especially you mentioned Louis Armstrong and all these different artists that he played with. I mean, and who doesn't really know who Louis Armstrong is, Father Jazz? But, you know, it's always important to know who are those other people playing along? You know, who was in the rhythm section? You know, who was hot during that time? So I'm, I'm glad, you know, I, I learned a lot today from this. Is there anything else you wanted to add, um, you know, about him? Well, it's just like you said, check out who these guys are playing with, right? Uh, I think that that's very beneficial, especially if, if it's your instrument. Uh, yeah, everybody, you know, loves Louis Armstrong. And most of the time you hear his recordings, it's going to be with either his band in the Hot Five or the Hot Seven. Uh, and there is going to be trombone there. And in the hot five, there was Kid Ori, right? And so it's just, like I said, very beneficial 
for us as jazz soloists to have a, a recall of at least, you know, at least three to five different musicians from each decade of jazz. It's, it's important. And I, that's, that's one thing that, uh, uh, Mr. Scotty Barnhart at Florida State uh, got us with uh, in his combo class, right? I remember to this day, we, we sat down in that room and he had all of us grab a piece of paper and pencil and we had to write down 10 artists from each decade. Uh, and if we could not list 10, you know, he, he was looking at us like, hey, whoa, why can't you name, you know, these names, these players? This is what you're here for, right? Um and so ever since that, that day, I, I really made it, uh, you know, prevalent for me to go and check out these different artists, because it's important, uh, especially if you want to progress on this instrument. So that sounds like that was a, a, a career and life changing experience. <laughs> it was. Got it, Barnhart put you through. So, I mean, we always need great teachers and mentors that will help us make it to the next level. But I want to recommend everybody, please, please, please go out, share, share, share the awesome things that you are hearing here at Clearwater Jazz. And the best of all, it's free, free, free. Where can you get this type of content for free? Well, go to our website, clearwaterjazz.com slash education check out all the past archives and maybe you might have a, a suggestion for a future topic you know we would love to hear back um, from you on that so email us at info at clearwaterjazz.com we'd love to hear from you and maybe your topic will be chose chosen for the next one you know so Without further ado, I think we've heard something great today. Thank you so much, Tyler Wortman, for directing us today. And I just want to recommend that everybody keep swinging until the next one. Take care. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to Clearwater Jazz Holidays, Young Lions Jazz Master Virtual Sessions. Thank you to our friends at Marine Max Clearwater for helping to present this podcast series. To learn more about the Clearwater Jazz Holiday Annual Festival tradition, other special events throughout the year, and our year-round education and outreach, please visit clearwaterjazz.com.